What's up, y'all? You are tuning to another episode of No Food, Just the Podcast. I am Honey T. And I'm Mo. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> What's up, y'all? You are tuning to another episode of No Food, Just the Podcast. I am Honey T. And I'm here with my girl. I'm Mo. I got a little bit more energy this time. <laughs> As y'all can see, it's just me and Mo today. Um, I feel like it's been a little while since it's just been a, a Us episode. Shauna wasn't able to make it, but you know, of course, we're going to hold it down always. So, um, I feel like we wanted to just can't kind of get more personal. I feel like sometimes the guests may kind of overshadow us a little bit. And I wanted to give y'all, well, we wanted to give y'all, you know, just a little bit more of us. So I feel like it's kind of perfect timing, episode 30, to kind of, yes. you know, give the people what they really want. Dirty 30. Dirty 30. So, what's been going on? Let's do a little catch up, you know. Uh. I feel like we haven't really talked about what's been going on for real no for not real, for, real. for real i think mainly because we've been chilling yeah we have <laughs> we have been chilling for our, from our normal we we've been pretty good we've been chilling we've been on the chill side uh-huh. uh easter was yesterday mm-hmm. i sat on my mama couch all day yesterday uh, did she cook girl barely <laughs> she did thank you mom you did cook but she was like i ain't doing this i ain't doing that she made me buy the food uh, like I'm really growing up. Yeah, that's how it is now. Like the last couple Thanksgivings, my grandma, my aunt was like, "So we ain't doing all the cooking no more. We get no. Yeah, we like, said we was gonna do Thanksgiving for real this too. year. Yeah, we do. We need to. We gonna really do yeah. Thanksgiving this year because mm-hmm. we was lying last year. Yeah, we was lying. Yeah. So what's been going on in the streets? I don't know. I don't know. know. I don't know about no streets. I retire. It's like nah. now. I'm about to say, now we'll be in the streets. <laughs> We haven't been in the well. We went we out St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, that was the last time we really went out. Yeah. Um. Outside of that, I had a date like two weeks ago. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. I had a. It wasn't a surprise date, but he didn't really tell you. He didn't tell me where we was going. He just said we're black and red. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I like that. He wanted to match me. Uh-huh. I was cute. <laughs> he looked nice, but we had fun. He took me to a concert. Mm-hmm. It was an old school concert. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. And I got drunk because the liquor was not cut. <laughs> um, we, we were just talking about this. We just had went to um, Nella D's birthday bash um, a couple weeks ago. Shout out to Nella D. Yes. Um, the liquor was definitely cut. Heavy on the cut because yes. we was drinking <laughs> all night. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, like after I went there, because I went to the, um, what is, I don't know what the new music center is called. The one downtown. I don't know what I don't it's called. I don't remember either. But that's where I went for the concert. Mm-hmm. And they had a bartender in there and everything. I'm talking about first shot i felt Feeling it. it yeah like <laughs> i felt it quick i'm yeah. like yeah this is real liquor and yeah. then when i went bowling on saturday the same thing like uh-huh. i had patron silver which we normally drink yeah. and one shot and i was like oh i need some food right now <laughs> like right now so i had yeah. to order tacos okay cool because <laughs> it was early it was only yeah. nine o'clock so right. i'm like i'm not gonna last the whole night if i don't eat yeah <sighs> I'm, I'm a responsible drinker guys I don't know. I'm kind of retired from the streets. Almost. Almost. I may make a return, you know, things don't pan out on his behalf. You know. ah! So I think they are. I have faith in you guys. Yeah. Um, I played Hitch this time, and I got my girl hooked up, mm-hmm. and so far, so good. Yes. So to my lovely friend that's been keeping her smiling, keep it up. All right. <laughs> Just because we friends, I would still stab you. So, y'all, I got an update. So, you know, we talked about Mr. P. <laughs> episode 28. So, oh my God, y'all. So, this nigga. We was talking. This for, is funny. <laughs> We've been talking for a couple of months. And during our talking phase, this nigga got his baby mama pregnant again. And then I seen him out in the club with another bitch. Oh, no, I no, no, played no. it cool. She did play it cool, but she was kind of drunk. It don't, that don't matter. Still, I wouldn't even have tripped sober or not. No, no, no. Then, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about with me. Oh, uh, yeah. Not with him. With me. I knew you was drunk. So yeah. <laughs> so then, this nigga... Okay. <laughs> so one thing about him, he want to know everything I'm doing, but still want to act like he don't give a fuck. So one night, he forced it out of me to tell him I was about to go on a date. So I told him, like, nigga, I'm about to go on a date. So <laughs> why does nigga change his number on me, y'all? And went ghost for two months and then want to pop back up because I seen him in the club at Nelody thing and... Was acting like ain't nothing happened. Right. And then, (laughs) 
Come to find out, this nigga talk about, oh, the feds just kicked my door in. I'm on the run. Da, 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 da. No, you didn't say the first message. That was the kicker. Right? Which one? He said, T, I need you. Oh, like, nigga, bye. Like, now, now you need me because right. you're on the run. Whatever. But anyways, I just wanted to give an update on Mr. P. But other than that, the streets, I haven't missed them that much. If yep. those those are the type of niggas that's in the streets though. Yeah. Like, so it's like not much to miss. I don't know. Y'all know my love life be up and down. Yeah. It don't be it, it ain't been consistent yet. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing good for like four weeks, then after that it'd be bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna see. We'll see. Hopefully I ain't in the streets this summer. Hopefully I'm in bed at ten. I don't wanna be on the streets. I wanna be on the flight. I'm that gonna be in, in the beach. Oh <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah. And if I must be honest, um, twenty twenty when we were still in the pandemic, I really enjoyed day drinking and being home by ten. Yeah, best part of my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't care to be out late when we couldn't be out late. Like, yeah, getting drunk early and going home was the best yeah. thing that could have happened to you me. You know, I love a good day party. That's my I thing. Do too. And the day party is about to, you know, pop back out. We're going to Vegas for my birthday, so we're gonna yeah. find some day parties and some, maybe we some we won't forget to um document it this time because my birthday we forgot. We was having too much fun. We was having too much fun. <laughs> and we kept getting that uh, um, weed comas. That's cool. And a time change. And a time change. On top of daylight we savings time. We about to be in Vegas, so we might be in a couple comas. We might. Again. We might. <laughs> we got to. We got yeah. to for Vegas. Okay, so um, one of the um games you wanted to play is kind of like a, a question game. It's a question game. Um, T said we wanted to give y'all a little bit more of us. Um... I feel like we're personable, but I just want our people to learn more about us every episode uh-huh. and not just the episodes where it's just us. Yeah. So we were supposed to come up with three or four questions and we just going to take time. She don't know my questions and I don't know I her think questions. so. I, I think you should go first because you did, you um know two of mine. I do? Yeah. Remember you I put them in the group? I didn't read them though. Yeah. Like I looked at them, but I didn't read them because I we weren't supposed to. Okay. <laughs> she didn't get the... um. I didn't get the memo. She didn't get the memo. Okay, you want an easy question? Oh, I feel like all mine kind of going to make you think. Okay. If money was no object, what is the first thing you would buy and why? Um, A vacation home. Oh, that's good. Then turn it to an Airbnb when I'm not there. Yeah. You know, money, I mean... Play and work. Yeah. I'll mix in the one. What where you think you would want to buy it? Well, that's a good um in the country or out. It's up to you. You buying it. In the country, I would have to say Miami. Out the country, I would have to say Bali because um the money, um the currency exchange there that's is different. so low. Mm-hmm. So it's like that would be easy to kind of, you know, do. Only thing that really costs a lot to get to Bali is the flight, really. But, yeah, that's what I would do. I think that's good. A lot of people are traveling so much now. Um, and I feel like, especially our generation, I feel like majority of us have a fuck it, we gonna travel anyway. Yeah. Um, Kind of thing that we go by. Because I know me, I'm a travel regular. Right. So, yeah, I think that's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, are you answering the question, too, or is it just me? I don't know. Should we? You want me to answer the we question? We can. Since Shana didn't come. You know. Okay. Um, I always said when I got a lot of money that I would buy my son a barbershop. Okay. Um, I don't really think he cares to like cut hair or anything, but, um, when my son's dad was incarcerated, I took him to the barbershop all the time uh-huh. and I actually enjoyed it. Like, especially in a black community, like people mm-hmm. look forward to going to the barbershop. Uh-huh. Um, I know a lot of people feel safe in the barbershop, like. It's just something that's always going to be, like, generational wealth. Like, right. he can pass it down to his kids and his kids' right. kids. So, I always wanted to get something for my son that he could have forever. Yeah. So, that'd probably be what I would buy. Okay. All right, my turn. Yeah. Um, When do you think it's the right time to meet somebody's kids? <sighs> I think it just depends. Um, I think it depends on the relationship. My one and only boyfriend that I had as an adult had three kids. Um, do I feel like I met his kids too early? No. Mm-hmm. 
Um, do you feel like that's because what your mindset was at the time? Do you feel I like was, it, it I was, was younger. Now, be different? Um, yeah, it probably would be different now. Like now, I I never really introduce people to my kids, mm. so it's kind of different for me. Um, but I know men are like a little bit more open to that with yeah. women. I think so. Um, so now it will be different. I don't. I can't really say that it's a right or wrong answer. Mm -hmm. I guess it just it's also another thing that depends on the relationship. Yeah, I agree. Because I think every everybody is different. Some people are more sheltered with their kids. Some people's kids are older or younger. Right. You know, it just depends on where they are with their other child's um parent. Like mm -hmm. it's a lot that plays into that. <sighs> Talk about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um. Generally speaking, I feel like a lot of times people want to meet their partner or significant other kids to make themselves feel better or closer to the relationship. I would and they don't necessarily consider how um, how that can bring trauma to the kid, being attached mm -hmm. to somebody. Because at the end of the day, if they have another active parent in their life, then it's, I don't feel like it's really mandatory for or you to meet no them rush. so soon. Yeah. yeah, like there's there's no rush. Like you just want to do that to make yourself feel no better. better. Not thinking about what the kids' needs are. Like, but I don't know. Like the dude I'm dealing with now, he um he has a kid, and I met the kid, and I like the kid. <laughs> but but I but I would agree with the last statement you made because like your mindset is different. Mm -hmm. You're not trying to meet his kid to be like, yeah. oh, I met his kid mm -hmm. and we about to be together forever because I made his, met his kid. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you don't have a kid, so you're still mindful about how it's going to make you feel too. Yeah. Like, it's a lot that goes into that. It is. It's a lot that goes into kids, yeah. period. Like, and I just feel like because me and his connection was kind of like effortless, me and his kid connection was kind of like a yeah because his kid loved me yeah like he liked me so it's like that's a good thing like but, but you have um how can I word it you have like motherly um, instincts not only motherly instincts but um like you have companion characteristics mm -hmm. you know what I mean like you can be a caregiver you can cook like you can clean like mm -hmm. all those things play a part in it as well like yeah. when you make a man feel especially a a man that's like a single parent like. Yeah. When you make him feel good and you make him feel like you can do those things, and mm -hmm. it probably is a lot easier for you to meet that kid. Yeah. And I feel like kids always been naturally drawn to me for some reason. Like, I ain't the kid that they just gonna mean mug me and not like me. Like, <laughs> every kid I ever met, like, they naturally drawn to me. So that's the thing. But yeah, I, um, I don't know. I feel like with this situation in particular, it's kind of good that. I kind of met his kid and analyzed the whole baby mama situation now. Yeah, versus later. Because it would have kind of been, like, a little, like, later. Yeah. Like, you know. So. Yeah. What's the next question? Okay. Name your favorite childhood memory. Mm. Favorite childhood memory. Um, I would say growing up, um... I was a very creative kid. Like, my mom always made sure we was in some type of program. And the school I went to, they offered so many things. Like, I took Kung Fu, like, golf. We did all kind of stuff with that, stepping. Um, and then even outside of that, I remember on the holidays, I used to always direct a play. Like, I used to write, <laughs> I used to write a play and make my little brothers and sisters and my cousins. They used to be my actors, and I used to be the director. <laughs> we used to do that, like, every Thanksgiving. Like, so I feel like that's kind of what I'm trying to get back to now. It's kind of more like my creative side because that's how I've always been. But I've been through hella shit in my life, and I feel like that kind of built up a wall for me to really into my creative senses and now I feel like I'm finally getting back to that part of me so yeah probably like you know being a creative kid I would say for me um I really enjoyed my mom is from California her whole side of the family live in California I was born in California we used to go visit my grandparents would send money to my mom to book us tickets all that every year I did that mm -hmm. from when I was two to 14 mm -hmm. Um, and we would stay the whole summer. Oh, okay. So for me, 
being able to be around family, because mm-hmm. um, I haven't been to visit them since. And yeah, that's kind of the When we went to L.A. for my birthday, we was about to... Yeah, but we yeah. was in L.A. They live yeah. in Riverside, so it's like 45 minutes to an hour outside okay. of L.A. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't super close. Mm-hmm. But um, kind of like how you said now, like you had a space, you had a space where you want to get back to that. Like I kind of want to get back to being family oriented too. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm not trying to be in the streets this summer, y'all. <laughs> like I want a companion. I want to be able to, you know, mm-hmm. give things to my child, do things with my child. Mm-hmm. Like I think I'm kind of ready to start my own family. I haven't been do- thinking about that too, but I'm just like, I'm no, I'm ready, but it don't have to be. Right, right now. now. That's why like, I feel too. like I done made my mind up, like, and at the same time, like, all the things that I done did with my friends as far as traveling, all of that shit. I want to do that with my with somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's like, where I'm at, too. Like, it don't have to happen right now, but I know, like, when I get somebody that's serious and we agree on the same things and we agree that we want to work towards that, that's mm-hmm. what's, like, for me, starting a family is a top priority for me now. Mm-hmm. Like, not the number one, but it's a top priority because... Yeah. We're going to be 30 before we know it. I know. And not that I got to be married before I'm 30. Not that I got to have more kids before I'm 30. But, like, 35, 36, 37, I want us to be, you know what I mean? Like, so do you feel like that's kind of like a pressure thing from society since you're getting close to 30 that now we should start a family? No, I'm not really worried about um, being married or having kids or a family before 30 mm-hmm. because I don't want to have a failed marriage. Yeah, me either. So I want to make sure. I had kids. I want to make sure that my foundation is laid down the right way this time. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I don't think it's pressure. Not for me. Yeah. I feel like I've always been a leader anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, me I, feel, I feel like I've always been a leader. I've never really had to follow anything or follow anybody. So I'm not really worried about that. I just mm-hmm. know that that's something that I'm ready to do. Like, I'm yeah. tired of starting over with me and. I'm tired of being pursuing me yeah. and not really wanting what I want, but yeah. acting like they. Hold on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> this young boy hopped in my inbox one day. But the, the young niggas be on it. First of they all, be on it. it wasn't even that. Like, some of the young boys do be on it, but this one, like, I instantly realized, like, I couldn't give him no time of the day. Because he hasn't experienced even half of the stuff that I've experienced. Right. So the conversation don't really be going nowhere. Yeah. Like he was telling me the other day, like, um, yeah, I'm going to Atlanta in two weeks. This is my first time. I'm like, you never been to Atlanta? Where have you been? Yeah. Like and he was like, I really ain't been nowhere for real. I'm like, oh, nah, this ain't gonna work for me. Like, it's not gonna work for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't see it being a rush, but I do want to make sure that everything is right for me, timing is right. Because sometimes um, I feel like I kind of, the situation I'm in right now is kind of like right person, wrong time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. To kind of piggyback what you said off of, like, I've always been a leader. Like, one thing I feel like I'm learning in life now is to be submissive in all parts of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, because I feel like it was so many, so much of my life, I feel like I didn't have control over things that happened to me. So when I could get control, it's like now, you know, the ball is in my court. Like, mm-hmm. I got to control everything. Like, it got to be this. It got to be that. Gotta... But now I'm learning, like, okay, it's you okay. You really don't have to be. It's okay to ask for help. Yeah. Like, it's okay to, you know, like, you know, because yeah. it's a lot. Like, you put a lot of pressure on yourself because you Life want. Is a lot in general. You don't want no disappointment. Like, mm-hmm. but it's Especially okay. when you feel like um you've done everything for yourself for so long. Like, mm-hmm. It's kind of like traumatic to ask for help it or is. realize that you need help. Yeah. Like that's super scary because that that becomes a part of your identity. Like, yeah, like oh, I need help or I can't do this on my own or mm-hmm. I can't figure this out. But you never gonna be able to figure everything out. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. even CEOs and business people, like they always have to lean on somebody for right. something. So yeah, I will agree. I'm learning that too. Yeah, it's a lot. I feel like I learned a lot about myself in the last year. I feel like I have too. Um. I feel like I spoke about this like briefly, like, but the end of 2019, like, was literally like a life changing experience for me because I lost the the relationship that I thought I was gonna have for the rest of my life. I lost the friends that I thought I was gonna have the rest of my life. But in turn, everything in my life upgraded like exponentially. Mm-hmm. Like, and I knew I wouldn't have been able to do that if those people were still in my life. Like, but it was still like damn, like. This is always what I thought my life was gonna, gonna be, be and who mm-hmm. I thought was gonna be in it. Like so it was like it was like an up and down process. But like always I fought through that shit and 
Now we're here. I had so. a really bad heartbreak in 2019, too. Mm-hmm. It was very traumatic. But I learned yeah. a lot about myself in mm-hmm. that heartbreak. Like, I feel like all of 2020, I was depressed. Really? Or 2021. I feel like I was really depressed all last year. My most depressed year was 2016. I feel like I was depressed last year and didn't really, like, didn't really, like, feed into it. I just did a lot of shit that kept me occupied. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the pod helped me. Um, us traveling helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, and just figuring out things that helped me maintain and cope through those things. Mm-hmm. Like, and learn yourself. And learn myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I have way better coping skills now mm-hmm. than I did before. Yeah, me too. Because the before, way I react to shit now, <laughs> like, <laughs> a couple years ago. It yeah, you know. Got to keep shit cool. Okay, let me see what I got for you next. Um, wait, did I ask the last question or did you? I asked about kids. Oh, I just asked about childhood memories. Oh, okay, okay. So, what are your three non-negotiables when it comes to dating? Ooh. Um, like as far as anything, mm-hmm. I feel like I say consistency always, but that yeah. really is my number one thing. Like, yeah, um. I really need a man that can emotionally and mentally help me. Uh In order to do those things, you have to be consistent. Uh That's my problem. Like, I get a lot of men that want to pursue me and don't want to continue to pursue me. Uh So it be kind of up and down, kind of like how you said. Like, it really be up and down. Then I also feel like I get a lot of men that, like, once we get into the swing of things, something happens. Yeah. Like, it's always something going on. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie, y'all. I've been feeling really selfish. But then again, I had to draw back and realize some stuff. I don't really think I am. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really think I'm that selfish. I just feel like there's some things that I'm just not going to accept. Right. Um, But consistency is one. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not dealing with nobody who is not good sexually. I'm just not. Yeah. Life's too short for boring sex. I just feel like I'm a very sexual and passionate female, so mm-hmm. I need somebody that's going to not even keep up, but just mm-hmm. keep me going. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the third thing? I would say disrespect. Yeah. On like, all levels. On all levels. I really um, I really learned um, to respect myself first, but um, respect, like, it's just, it's something that I'm not going to not have like and even in the smallest of ways like i feel like when i tell you something and not that you have to fix it right away but the moment you continue to do it is disrespect and i'm mm-hmm. not gonna allow that either yeah. so i would say those okay. um for me i would say a supportive partner like you have to be supportive of all the things that i do um because I kind of got a lot going on, like, so it's just, like, just be understanding and supportive, like, because I'm a, I'm a vicious woman, like, stuff I'm doing now is probably going to grow exponentially over the next couple of years, and I might even start doing some other shit on top of that, so it's, like, just be supportive of me, even if it's not something you feel like you even want to be a part of, just being there for me and understanding, like, how the ups and the downs of what I'm doing is going to make me feel. You know, just being there for being me. Being able like, to react yeah, in the right um, way. Also, number two, <laughs> it used to be no kids. <laughs> She's <laughs> clearly now, changed her thoughts on Yeah, that but one. it's like, the older we get, it's like, what's the chances you're going to find a nigga that check everything off the boxes, including no kids? I had to learn that, too. Yeah. Like, a lot of your boxes not going to be checked, and you have to be okay with that. Yeah. I don't want to say a lot, but... I have to compromise. You have to compromise, yeah. yes. Like, I learned that... If I say that I need um, communication, I might not can get it out of you 100% of the time. But if mm-hmm. I say, okay, if you can at least give me 70%, then I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to pick a fight yeah. at 70. Yeah. So we definitely going to have to know how to come And I feel like that's where the understanding comes into play because yeah. a lot of people are so stuck in their ways, they don't want nobody telling them that they're doing something wrong, that they've been feeling like was right all these years. Like, so you just got to understand and, like, what your partner is saying to you is for the the um the greater good of both of y'all. Like, a lot of people in relationships, they feel like, oh, it's me versus you. It's y'all versus the problem. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a... If y'all like, really want to fix it. Yeah, if you really <laughs> want to fix it. So, definitely, um, I would say, too, would be, like, being able to communicate, like, mm-hmm. and not taking things personal. Like, and even for me, like, I used to take shit so personal. 
instead of understanding the other person's point of view. So now, like, I feel like when it comes to anything, I always want to understand their point of view. Like, and nine times out of ten, when I put myself in their shoes, I have a better understanding yeah. of how they feel. So then I can move accordingly. So I ain't gonna lie, y'all. The situation I'm in, I gave up on the understanding. <laughs> I did. I mean, sometimes you have to. I mean, only only because I felt like it was almost like you didn't care that I understood. You know yeah. what I mean? Like some people just want the issue. The, like I said, last and time, I don't even like, think that he just... want an issue, but he's not doing a good job of the communicating either. Like yeah. if there is a problem and you you and your significant other agree that y'all gonna tackle it together, mm-hmm. then you're gonna have to have understanding and communication. Like. Yeah. And majority of the time, I don't know if men realize this, like, a lot of the times, y'all really be needing help to solve a lot of y'all problems. Yeah. Like, mentally, emotionally, a lot of the times, not physically, but mentally and emotionally, y'all be needing help fighting a lot because of y'all problems. I feel like in our community, um, coming with all the childhood trauma that could come with being a black woman or a black man, like, a lot of people are comfortable in chaos. Yeah. Like, one thing I learned from my past relationships is that a lot of niggas feel like you don't really love them if you ain't acting crazy. Mm-hmm. If you want to communicate and have a dark conversation, they feel like, oh, you don't care about me because you so chill. Like, why you not going crazy? Why you not fucking my shit up? Like, why you not doing all of this? Like, it's I because never, I do care about you. I like, never damaged anybody's property. I never did nothing like that either. I don't have the time or the effort. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I can't imagine me going crazy, bleaching clothes, setting stuff on fire. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't have the time or the effort. I just feel like losing me is enough. That's like, how I, I feel, too. That. Like, that you gonna, you really going to feel yeah. when I'm gone. Like, <laughs> yes. you going to feel mm-hmm. it. Especially since majority of the time, that first link up be enough. Niggas yeah. be in love. Yeah. <laughs> so, do. Yeah, it be yeah. enough. Yeah. The, the absence is going to hit you hard. Yeah. Sleeping in that bed by yourself at night is going to hit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know what my third one is. Non-negotiable. Um... I would say somebody is too stagnant. Yeah. And then again, I feel like I don't want to put too much pressure on my partner. It's hard, ain't it? The, yeah, it's like <laughs> finding like a healthy medium is kind of hard because, you know, when you see the potential in somebody that you love, like you want them to do more and do better. But at the same time, like I said, when it comes down to communicating, they may not understand your point of view. They may feel mm-hmm. like you're being condescending or think you're better than them or anything like that. And it's not even that. It's like, I love you and I see that you can do these things and I'm trying to help you get to that point. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, like, because at the end of the day, like, where I feel like I'm going in life, I don't ever want nobody to feel threatened because I surpassed them. Right. Especially, you know, how fragile man egos can be sometimes. Like, and nowadays, as black women are growing in the business world, like, mm-hmm. I mean, black men are growing too, but, you know, we see it on Twitter, Instagram all the time. Women are, like, we're growing Yeah, like, a, a lot of men can be threatened by the confidence of the woman because we're living in an age where women don't, need men to be necessarily the breadwinner anymore like mm-hmm. we don't we're we're not being housewives and stay home cooking and cleaning and waiting on the man to don't take get care confused of us. though like, i want to be a housewife i, I want to be a housewife too but I'm a, i want to be a housewife with a, i was gonna say that i want to be a housewife with, with my own business mm-hmm. like i really want a ranch and i want my man to buy some acres yeah i want a farm yeah. i want a garden i want all of that i want things like that like i want us to be able to travel i want to take my kids here. yeah like, I want me and my husband to link up with my friend and her husband. Yeah, and, I want that. Couples chick. Yeah. All like, of that, yeah. That's the vibe I'm on. I, mm-hmm. That's what I want. So, yeah. yeah. Growth. Growth. You know, as the girls say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. What you got next? What I got next? I'm going to give you a spicy question. Okay, because my next question was spicy, too. What is your <laughs> ultimate fantasy? Ultimate fantasy. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've tried so much shit. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just something really romantic. Like I've never walked into a room with rose petals and candles. I haven't like I wanna, I wanna do stuff on the balcony, overlooking the ocean, like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like I just want, you know, a really romantic vacation. With all the things included into that. Like Yeah, I think I agree. I said I wanted to have sex on a plane too. 
Really? No, I just feel like I'm just gonna get grossed out. I mean, like, um, I'm I'm gonna be rich. I'm gonna get a yeah, jet. private plane. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, not on like Delta It'll be a or bed, nothing like that. Not a yeah, bathroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel but that. you know what's crazy? I also want to have an RV home. Like I do do and travel across the country. Yes, oh God, yes, yes. Like I want an RV home. Like I want to be able to be like, okay, we're gonna be gone for a month. Mm-hmm. Pack the RV up. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I feel that like seems I, so fun. I feel like I just want to have sex and a whole bunch of money. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So my next question is, when is the last time you tried something new sexually? Oh, I told you. I told you on Shana. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> is that a hit? This bitch can't never remember. She I don't know. ever remember I'm nothing. Sorry. Like, you go always got to tell the whole story. Want me to go her. first? Like, I'll go first. Okay. I feel like I need to give him a nickname. Like out of other parts, we doing they booze. Um, what should I call him? Challenger Bay. Challenger Bay. Yeah. Okay, Challenger Bay. <laughs> so we had talked about butt plugs. So, cause he wanted to you try one. I have four now. So, <laughs> so let me tell you the story. So I guess he wanted to try anal. So I'm like, all right, if that's something you want to try, then we have to get butt plugs to get, you know, yeah. everything Acquainted. ready. So, like, last time we went out, we had went to Copa. I'm thinking we're going to Copa. He pulled up the Hustler, bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's on the way. We went, it was. <laughs> so, we went in there. So, I got me the little cute jewel one with the little jewel on it. Mm-hmm. And then. You got a heart? No, nah, it was just, like, some little diamonds type oh. of shit. And then he got me um the other one. It's, like, a. Um, a three-step one, like yeah. you get bigger, 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 like. So we got that bitch. He made me put it in the car, and I wore it all night in Copa. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the last thing I tried new sexually. I think so. I don't know. I feel like butt plugs. It wasn't uncomfortable. It's just an unusual feeling. Feeling, yeah. Like it's something you have to get used to. But it's like a waist trainer. You have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I can just do that shit. All the like, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, at work, I sit down all day, like, so it's like. It's a no. Yeah. But every time I go to this, I bring a book plug. Like, it's the consistency for <laughs> yeah. me. That's what I'm talking like, yo, about. You get to spend a night back, bring your book plug. Bring your book plug. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I did. So, the dude that I. I don't know if we still talking or not. Mm-hmm. I, guess I know who you're talking about, but I don't know what exactly happened. I be forgetting. You do. Your memory is terrible. It is. Um. So one day I was at his house, y'all, and I got like pretty much a little bit of everything at his house. It's like clothes, makeup, facial stuff. I was washing my face, mm-hmm. and I had um an exfoliant. Y'all know it be having a little bubble things in there. Mm-hmm. So he asked me something. I was in the bathroom and I walked down. He was like, "What's on your face?" Mm-hmm. And I was like. Um, my stuff to wash my face, whatever, whatever. And then he's like, "It like you got a facial," and I was like, "I can give a facial." He was like, "I like facials." I was like, "Oh, you do? <laughs> I'm gonna let you try one day." Mm-hmm. And I spoke too soon. And the next time, but I was kind of falling asleep. Really, <laughs> he had to wake you up. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. A little bit, but it was so romantic. Oh, I mean, facials can be romantic if you're he really in a moment in the mood. Yeah, it was like you know. And it wasn't, like, all super aggressive. Like, yeah. you know, some dudes be trying to overdo it. I hate you know? a super aggressive. I like passionate. I like, do, too. Like, loving. I don't like all that aggressive shit. Yeah. Like, no, I, I hate it. When Especially, like, y'all know me. I be liking my dudes to be, like, 6'1", six, 6'2", six, yeah. and plus. So That's normally what I like, but... Uh, I mean, he to- he's, he's taller, taller than, than you. Yeah. yeah. He's taller than you. So that's good. Yeah, as long as you're taller than me, I can't date a nigga my height or shorter. See, I be feeling like everybody's my height unless you, like, got height, height. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're short. You yeah. little. If I could, if we damn near out of eye, you little to me. Yeah. I need to, like, be able to kiss your chest and your chest only. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I need you to be. Yeah. So when the last time you made a sex tape? I ain't made one of them in so long. Really? No. I be wanting to. Everything just be. But y'all know me, like, when I'm talking to a dude, we have sex every time we see each other. Yeah. And if we can't, you just damn near can't be my nigga. Yeah. 
So the sex drive got to match. The sex drive has to match. And you know, they say like, as women, when we um start to enter our 30s, our sex drive goes up and they'll start to go down. Scientifically, you know, this is science. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I'm noticing that. Are you? Yeah. See? And now that I'm older, I can keep track of um my, not even just my cycle, but the weeks leading up to it, I know when I'm in a certain mood, it's because of this. Yeah. And then when I want to do this, it's because of that. Like, And just, you know, keeping track of your moods during the month because a lot of people think, like, your cycle is just specifically when you're menstruating. Yeah. But your cycle is a th- whole 30-day thing. Like, when you're PMSing, when you're menstruating, ovulating. when you're ovulating, and then that one little awkward week when you just kind of up in the air. Like, it's like, it's a whole 30-day process. And a lot I of women don't know that. So, like, that's another thing. I feel like I want to have a partner that can understand that. Like, all yeah. right, this is not the week for that. Like, Let's go but easy this, this week. But this week will be. Like, yeah. yeah, like, Let's I can plan things week. accordingly because I'm going to feel like this on this week. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, I when it comes to like sex, I want a guy that's willing to try new things, mm-hmm. and I want him to be comfortable telling me like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I don't like that." You know, some girls think every dude, every dude like everything. How soon um into the sexual relationship do you feel like new things should be introduced? Um, I think it depends on the. For me, it's how comfortable you make me feel. Mm-hmm. Like that's the biggest thing. Like. Immediately, like, I really be knowing, like, if I'm going to have sex with a guy or not. Like, yeah. You talked about this with the brew. Yeah, just like, be like, <laughs> uh, nah, like. When, um, when if we're comfortable in a conversation, then you know that we're probably ready. Yeah. Like, if you much. start talking about sex right away and we're like, uh, then, no. yeah. It's but no. if we comfortable in a conversation, we can go back and forth exchanging thoughts. Then nine times out of ten, we already made our mind up that we probably better use some pussy. But I think another thing, though, like. It is kind of weird how uncomfortable men get when you bring sex up first. Yeah. Like, depending on the type of man. It depends on the type of man. Some men are so used to bringing it up first that it's like, oh, yeah. But I mean, it also depends on how you bring it up. Like, I feel like... You got the little subtle hints. Yeah, not even the hints. Like, when you ask guys questions like what they do like and what they do Mm -hmm. enjoy, they're not used to that. Yeah. You know, girls Mm -hmm. just be like, oh, you tried that? You did that? Who Mm -hmm. you do that with? When you do, like... Right. It'd be an interrogation versus a conversation. Mm -hmm. So, for me, like, you make it a conversation then that makes, you know, he might be comfortable. You might bring some up that he never tried. He'd be like, all right, we can try that. Mm-hmm. Like, because I want to know. And I feel like a lot of people, men and women, are, like, um, immature when it comes to their sexuality. Like, yeah. they just doing it for what their pleasure is. They don't so when you have partner. somebody who actually wants to know what pleases you, like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, I never had this conversation before. Yeah. Like, you know. Kind of catch my guard. Because tell yeah. me what you like. Yeah. I want to know. know. Yeah. Like I, I said, wanna... I want to be the best at it. Literally, it's a competition so, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your turn? Yeah. One more before we get into set the mood. Okay, we'll do one more. Okay. What's something you consider unforgivable? Um. That's a good one. In a relationship? Or just period. You could say both. Period is disrespect. Like, I feel like um, disrespect, no matter if it's from someone I'm in a relationship with or even a friend, like, it's, it's just disrespect. And then a lot of things that really get me is when a person feel like you're supposed to let that shit slide. Like, that's what makes me upset. Like, you think, one, you can disrespect me, and then, two, you think... I'm supposed to be okay with it. You think I'm supposed to be okay with it. That just lets me know that you don't respect me. Like, that's the icing on the cake there. Like, that be letting me know right in there that nothing we got going is going to work. Friendship, yeah. relationship, anything. Because it be mm-hmm. like, at this point, you don't even understand me. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I don't think it's nothing that you really could say or tell me that I'm going to take personal because I know at the end of the day you have my best interest. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, like, I know things about you. I know that sometimes you take stuff super personal. Like I do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know those things. So I'm able as a friend to know how to approach situations and how to say things to you so you don't feel that way. Yeah. So I, I would mm-hmm. have to agree when it comes to this. Respect. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a learning process and learning your partner. But 
Yeah, if you think you about to disrespect me and I'm about to let that shit slide without you doing nothing. you crazy. Nothing to make it better. Whew. You know what? You know, I'm the, I'm the ghost queen. I will never talk to you again. You ever in life. Yeah, I mean, we, they say we that. hold grudges, but I don't really feel like that. I just feel like with Scorpios, we... Once somebody show us they true colors, that's who you are to me. And, like... Depending on what the situation is, it ain't nothing else to discuss. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, this is cool. That will happen. And I feel like we also learn from the things, too. Like, a lot of people don't learn. They get back into the same situation, oh, and then no, it's yeah. a cycle. Me, personally, the way I feel better about some shit is to find what I can learn from this situation. Like, okay, this is what happened. This is some shit I don't want to deal with. And this is what I'm taking from it. Like, and then just leave it at that. Like, but I just feel like me, I run away from situations or things that I feel like I can't control, which can be a toxic trait. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, don't fucking play with me. Like, See, I'm <laughs> the opposite. I think I'm the opposite because, like, well, I'm getting better now. Mm-hmm. Like, normally I'm the person that even if I can't control it, I'm still trying to find a solution. Mm-hmm. And that ended up hurting me in the end. So I'm mm-hmm. learning from it. But at the same time, we kind of like... It's hard. You know they say Taurus, Scorpio, opposite signs. I know we are. But That's, it's hard kind of trying to find a healthy medium. So I feel like that is a learning it, process. It is a learning like, process. Like, trying to find, like, should I really never talk to them again? again right. Or like maybe... See, and like, I have... You know? I got a huge detachment issue. Mm-hmm. Like really, really big. Like, I have abandonment issues too. Yeah, like... And I know I know mine stem from my daddy. Y'all, my yeah. therapist, I know she getting tired of me. My shit stem from my parents too. Like, yeah, like mine like, just... It stems from my dad. And like now I'm super open about that with men because... I need you to know before you do something why you're going to make me feel the way I'm about to feel. Yeah. So if I do lash out, I'm going to mm-hmm. apologize. But but you know why. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm pretty open about that. But I've learned that sometimes, like, I don't have to be like, I'm never going to talk to you again. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm big on the, I'm going to love you from a distance. You're just never going to get them things from yeah. me again. Like, you're never going to be able to get the... um. Yeah. Me being solid, me being super loyal. Like, I hate, I just hate feeling taken advantage of. I do too, and I feel like I get taken advantage of mm-hmm. a lot. Like, especially the last year of my dating life, I feel mm-hmm. like I've been taken advantage of a whole lot. Yeah. Like, and it's super hard finding a medium, especially when you like you don't want to get, you don't want to be scorned. Like, you don't want to be no female that be like, yeah. "Fuck these niggas, they ain't shit." Da, yeah. da, da, da. Like, cause I don't met some good men. They just want good men for me. Yeah. You, so, have to, you have to look at it like that. Yeah, like, like glass half full type of type I'm not of thing. super mad. Like, yeah, I'm every sorry nigga, you pull like, what you pulled. I feel like a lot of people, when they meet people, they go into this thinking like, oh, I'm going to be the, with them forever. Yeah, like, like you, yeah. you just got to enjoy the experience for what it is. Like, and if it don't work out, yeah, it might hurt. But then again, like, take what you can from it and learn from it and apply it to the next situation. Like, that's what life is, no matter if it's a relationship, friendship, work career mm-hmm. anything like everything is a learning experience because that's what we're here to do on earth is to learn about ourselves and what our true purpose is and what we bring to the world like so if you're not learning from your experiences i feel like you're just wasting your time as a human being mm-hmm. you know? yeah i'll be learning from my experiences mm-hmm. i lashed out a little bit over the weekend but mm-hmm. i got a good response so <laughs> yeah I never really. I mean, sometimes out. you really you you gotta you, have to. you gotta do. What I you didn't lash do. out too bad, but mm-hmm. the lash out of tequila really sent me there. <laughs> you know, sometimes you'd be like, "Nah, they really got me fucked up." Mm-hmm. Like that's how I was feeling. Yeah, I was like, "They got me fucked up." Yeah. <sighs> okay, so we about to get into set the mood, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> set the mood. This segment we discuss um new music stuff we're watching on TV, all that good stuff. So. Um, see, what's been setting the mood for me lately? Um, I've really been on a Netflix binge for like three. Have months. you? What have you been watching? So I watched the Eventing Anna. I finished How to Get Away with Murder. Um, Archers eighty one was really good. Um, and now I am um watching Dynasty. Um, I heard that was good. Yeah, it's good. Um. Yeah, one thing I haven't been able to watch yet is Genius. I watched it. Oh my god, I, I just can't bring I was about to say that to watch it because I know it's gonna make me emotional. So it was very emotional. I yeah. will say I watched it last night. Actually, I made everybody we watched it for Easter. They was mad. I didn't care. <laughs> my sister talked through the whole thing. I had to tell her to shut up. She act like she didn't understand. <laughs> I had to tell her to shut up and watch it. 
But it was it was super emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, one because me, I've been a Kanye fan, I always have been. Yes, um, and it gave you a lot of clarity mm-hmm. as to why he acted the way that he acted. Yeah. Um, like, and I was trying to explain to my mom and my sister when you watch it, you really understand that his mom instilled a lot into him as a black man that you don't yeah. hear a lot. Like the accolades that she gave him and how she spoke to him and how yeah. she cheered for him. Like it's something that we don't hear a lot in the black community. Yeah. So you really understand why he went up there and he spoke as to like, mm. I've been knew I was a winner. I just yeah. had to convince y'all. Yeah. I knew I was going to get all these Grammys. I knew I was going to do this. I know mm-hmm. like people will be like, Oh, he arrogant and I don't like yeah. it. It's not even arrogant to mm-hmm. me. I Depending on how it comes off. Like, I don't think arrogance is always a bad thing. I don't either. I'm not mad it's when it, that you, It's when you become condescending with it. Exactly. It's when it can be... It's when it rub problem. people the wrong yeah. way. But mm-hmm. you you would definitely like it. It was really good. I just... Uh, just like it the whole... The mom being your biggest supporter thing and then losing her is just... It hit too close to and home. It, but, but you want to know what I do like about it, though? So, it is about Kanye, but it's really about Cootie. Mm-hmm. Like the guy that filmed everything. It's really yeah. about him. Mm-hmm. But the story is Kanye's story, but mm-hmm. it's told from Cootie's perspective. Right. So it's actually really good. You should watch it. <sighs> I'm watching. I'm just not ready to be emotional. I wasn't ready either, but they they was trying to take it too long finding something to watch, so I put that on. Yeah. And that's funny. That's the first thing that I really sat down and watched in a while. Y'all know normally mm-hmm. I'd be like on my documentary stuff. What yeah. I've been watching is Everybody Hates Chris. <laughs> 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 I've been watching that because I've been yeah. listening to a lot of music. Um, yeah, what you been listening to? I like Koi's album. I like that too. I honestly, that, I didn't um, expect it to be that good. I didn't either. We added some of Koi's new um music to our playlist, so make sure y'all go search our playlist on Apple Music. Um, no filters, the playlist. All the music we discussed on the pod, and even the guests we have on the pod, their music is on there as well. So make sure y'all go. Yeah, because Lantana that. is very happy that he's on there. He told me he did. He said, "Shout out to y'all. See y'all put me on the playlist." Yeah, you know we're trying to get y'all streams up. Yeah, just yeah, a little you bit. know, give back. Um, yeah, I listen to Koi. Um, I listen to Fabio. His album was really good. His album was really good. Fabio, if you're listening, one day you will see this. Somebody, please give you like two or three more drill beats. What? But this is what I will say about that. His album was all drill, but at the same time, he it showed was more the different. Concepts. It was he showed the different variations of what drill music can be. Like because he has a some little love bit of R and B, yeah, some like sex yeah, songs. like so okay, fuck yeah. Girl. So I re- I really like that for him. I like that for him too. And um, the samples that he chose was all good samples. Mm-hmm. He did so sick with Neo. Nicely, my favorite. Yeah, song. yeah, I really like that. I, and the fact that he got Neo on the song, yeah, I'm like, okay, Bobby. And y'all know, I'm sad to say, I feel like Kanye opened the door for Fabio. He said he pro- produced that album. He did. I feel like he did. He did. Because mm-hmm. people wasn't, like, I mean, people was messing with drill. Of course, we know Chicago real big on drill music. Yeah. Um, and New York just kind of adapted yeah, that over they the past kinda, couple of years. They did, but before he got on Donda, people was not really looking at Fabio. We're yeah. not about to see her act like they was, because they wasn't. Yeah. But y'all should I listen to I feel like he, he was famous where he from. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. But he had like, the thing. Nationwide, nah. Kanye definitely put him on the map. Who else have I been listening to? Um, um, I've been listening to... What do you think about Baby 2 new songs he dropped? I like Right On. I haven't really played yeah. in a minute. I like the I beat, like though. them, but I don't know. Maybe it's just a, a me thing, but I feel like when artists wait too long to drop new music, when they do, I just We like, anticipate it so much. Yeah. Like, you know... So it's just like I mean he did, but you gotta think the summer coming up. He about to he about to yeah, put foot I on the like, gas. Yeah, but I feel like that doesn't mean the music isn't good. But it's just like some music you really have to digest. You, some music takes longer to digest. And nowadays there's so many new artists popping out of the woodworks. It's hard to keep all the up. time. Like it's like. I ain't really feeling this no more. I like your music, <laughs> but this is yeah. what I'm on now. You know, that's like, why type it's of thing. so important for artists to stay in a creative bag. Yeah, like, consistent. Even though I know it could be hard. Yeah, you know, especially when you first come out, because Baby got his success really fast. Yeah, and I feel like he took off really fast. So when it comes to staying consistent, he always feel like he got to outdo what he already did. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and that's I, why I feel like it's taking Cardi so long to drop her next album. Cause her first one did so good. Yeah, yes, like, her first record one was breaking. Like so good. Yeah. Like it was so good. Um, I would have to agree with that. It, yeah. It'd be hard for you to outdo 
what you already did when you I break records like, like that. A lot of artists, the first album always be the, the best. best because they got that hunger. Like mm-hmm. they want it. Like and then it'd be like, oh well, I got all of this. People love me. I broke I'm this cool. record. I did mm-hmm. that. So I'm gonna make more music, but you know, and then I get caught up with the lifestyle and everything that come mm-hmm. with it. Like it just, it just don't. And be a the lot, same. a lot of people don't be ready for that lifestyle either. They don't like the constant sun up, sundown work. You torn. Mm-hmm. Now you can't you can't even go to subway to get a foot long without yeah. a running up on you. <laughs> right. Like you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. people don't really be ready for that. Like yeah. I know for me, I it'll probably be overwhelming for me too. Even though I, I always be so, like, yeah. I'm gonna be an entertainer. Like I be thinking about this all the time, like, dang, if the pie blow up, what the fuck we gonna do? <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna get real mean. Like, and I not don't if, get mean. when the pie blow up. Yeah, like, like what the fuck I don't wanna do? get really mean. Like Yeah. Cause you know I'm real private. So if motherfuckers share my shit on Instagram trying to drag me, you gonna I'm going to feel in. some type of way. <laughs> I don't think I'm private, but people always tell me I play too much because they never can tell if I'm serious or not. Yeah. So I, it's more like a mystery with me. People yeah. will be like, oh, is she really fucking with him mm-hmm. or not? Like, yeah. what's she really doing? Like, yeah. what are they doing? Are they working on something? Are they not? She plays so much. She always here. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's really all I got for Set the Mood. Any mm. last emotional outbursts? My birthday is in 23 days. Yes. Please be ready <laughs> for the turn up. Last year, I blacked out on my birthday. Hopefully, I black out again. Mm. Yeah. I ain't black out in a bad way. I made it mm-hmm. home. I was in bed and everything. Woke up. I had chicken wings to eat when <laughs> I woke up. No, but this year, I really hope I get some birthday sex. Can we manifest that? Mm-hmm. I haven't had sex on my birthday since. Like 24. I don't think me either. It's been a few years for me. So. Yeah, like I just want to manifest birthday sex this year. That's it. That's all I really want. Um, I don't know. I'm just living life. <laughs> <laughs> That's how kind of how I feel. Day at a time, you know. Day at a time. Oh, I want to shout out to Bella Mafia. Um, you know, that's my other. Business baby, um, if y'all want to come, I do non-invasive lipo. We do the Iana foot detox. I have that's what they need wear. to be getting the foot detox. So you like treatment, stretch mark treatment, all of that good stuff. Hit me up or follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Bella Mafia Body Sculpting. Book your appointment. It's the summertime. I can definitely get you right. Y'all need it. Yes. Drink y'all water too. Yes, plenty of water. Plenty of water. But okay, this has been another episode of No No Filters the Podcast. Podcast.